welcome everybody to the Lucy Podcast. My name is Tony. Here with Dave, David, and Connor. Dave Stevens, David Sterling, Connor Ennis. I am Tony Pervenanzi. We are coming to you guys today right after the Loons game against the Chicago Fire. Uh, we just have to wait for Connor to get home from the game. And uh, before we get into anything, Connor, uh, how was the weather at the game? Weather was great. Um, the, I, I mean, if you're, it, as of right now, it's about 7, 715 uh, in, in Minnesota right now on, the, on that day. And it's, uh, it's lightning and it's raining. But mm-hmm. during the game, uh, it was sunny, it was warm, uh, and a little bit breezy too. So it was kind of a nice cooling feeling with, yeah. uh, with the breeze going through. But the, I mean, I didn't even bring my sunglasses because I was gonna, I thought it was gonna be so dark, but it ended up being really bright and I had to squint a lot during the game. So but Perfect. It, was, it was really nice. Um, perfect weather for a game, right, Connor? It was, I mean, very much. If you get to pick perfect weather for a Loons game and Twins played at home today too, before this game. So it was a great day for Minnesota sports to be outside. Um, unfortunately, that'll uh, be done uh, about nine o'clock tonight when the temperature goes down to like the fifties and forties and yeah, it's cr- crazy. Yeah. The, the twins game actually ended after the, the wounds game. And uh, yeah. I mean, they, at least from where I'm from, <coughs> Plymouth, just West of both uh, stadiums, uh, it's a good thing they got it done when they did mm-hmm. because it's, yeah, it's pouring lightning. Although it looks like it might be a quick one, but yeah. Yeah. Nice to feel 70 degrees in again. It's actually warmer now than it was in Vegas when I left on Friday. So it is. Don't 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 bring up (laughs) Vegas. I throw that in. Shut up. Shut up. (laughs) We don't want to hear about your Vegas trip. We don't want to hear. Fair enough. We ought to sit here in Minnesota and deal with the weather, and you get to go to Vegas. Blah 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 blah. blah. Um. So Dave does not is not going to have a Canadian beer on the podcast today because he decided to go to Vegas instead of Canada. Um, which. Was that your choice, Dave? Or was your company's choice? Well, I mean, the, I'm going. I am going to Canada next week. Uh, okay. So, oh, okay. Mon- okay. depending on when we do the next podcast, okay. I probably won't be in Canada because it'll be a Monday, Monday through Friday kind of deal. And uh, okay. Vegas right. was totally my choice. Yes, okay. my company had no uh, nothing to do with that. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for the invite, by the way. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yep. 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 Um, just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, so, guys, <laughs> Loons played today. Uh, they had their game against uh, Fort Madison on Wednesday, which we'll talk about just a little bit. But let's talk briefly, guys, about beer because we're all drinking. It's Saturday night. It's time to party. Um, I'll go first because I have a beer from, a, I think, a brewery we don't do much very often on this podcast. It's from Blacklist up in Duluth. Yeah. Um, and it is their, uh, let's see here, Hazy Project. It is their New England style IPA. It is, uh, I think it's like seven, it's probably 7.8% or something like that. 6.7, sorry, I bet. Uh, welcome to the uh, Hazy Project where we crammed this can full of citra, citra juiciness uh, for which you were asked. Originating from Great Lakes Superior, some of the best water in the world. Hazy Project is less bitter than our our cold Duluth winters, and it's unfiltered like our foggy lake mornings. Let's hear for our amazing city and an awesome lake that make a make all of this possible. Props. So, guys, it is a fantastic beer um, for a New England New England IPA, which I've had plenty of. It goes down super smooth. And I don't know if that's because they're using Lake Superior water. It could be. 
It is. Yeah, I think it is. You're right. You're probably, probably right, is. David. Yeah. yeah. But it's a good, it's super smooth. Um, and again, uh, back to our weather conversation, which we have on here a lot. Um, today mm-hmm. in the Twin Cities, it was in the 70s. Uh, by, the, uh, by the port of Duluth today, it was 36. Wow. But up on the top of the hill, if, you got, if you're Minnesotans, you know this. So Duluth, bottom by the bay, and they have a hill up top. On top of the hill, it was in the 60s. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, isn't that nuts? I mean, I mean, there's a reason why I don't live in Duluth. I love Duluth, but I can never live there because, frankly, the weather is just like freaking nuts. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, blacklist. We don't have this on the podcast too often, but good for them. They got a nice beer here. So, you, have, you ever been to the, the brewery itself? No, Connor, I haven't. It's uh, they have axe throwing at the brewing. What at the brewery? Nice. Up there. See. Oh. Exactly. What what, uh, brewery downtown, or not downtown, sorry, but near the stadium uh, north of the university? Oh, that's Blackstack. Blackstack. They have a, don't they, they have a uh, axe throwing place next door, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Isn't that like an arcade too or something? Yeah. Isn't it? What's it called? Uh, Something. It's Can Can Wonderland. That's the one. Yeah. 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 It's a mini golf, which I want to do at some point. I want to do it. I, we did that a few years ago. That was yeah. uh, a, the craziest mini golf course you've ever seen in your life. Oh, I bet. I mean, it's next to a brewery. Oh, it's yeah. It's got to be a little crazy, you know? It's got to be a lot crazy. Um, yes. Uh, all right. Dave, what are you drinking tonight? Good call to go with me next. Good transition. I'm drinking something very similar to what you have tonight. Not from Duluth. This one is from Champlin, Minnesota, a little closer mm-hmm. to my work, a little closer to me. I was actually there this afternoon uh, just for a quick, just stopped in real quick and picked up a crowler because uh, I was nearby and I ended up going with their New England IPA. Uh, it's called Sustained Illusion. So a lot, uh, pretty, pretty similar to what you said. This one's, you know, it's a New England IPA. It's hazy. It's hazy. Um, comes in about the same ABV as yours. Uh, this one's six and a half percent. And just a couple things without getting into too many details. This is kind of one of their mainstays uh, at um, Elm Creek Brewing. Did I mention that? Sorry. No, you didn't. Not, no, you the didn't. Name of the brewery. <laughs> yeah. I, I assume you guys would know what I'm talking about, but not maybe not everybody listening. But our yeah, listeners I, don't, Dave. Our listeners Elm, do not. Elm Creek Brewing. Up to uh, us to educate them. Yeah. Home of the, it used to be home of, uh, I always forget the restaurant every time I, uh, the, what's a salad bar place? Uh, Ruby was, Tuesdays. Ruby yeah. Tuesdays. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they've since under, I don't know, they've gone, we talked about this last time. So, but they've gone over a few, they've gone through a few renovations now inside. They have garage doors, everything. Seems like they always have food trucks. It's a, it's a nice brewery. They do a really good job. It's family owned, like most breweries, but, uh, yeah, this, this, uh, but like I said, the st- sustained illusion is one of their flagships that they've had, I believe, since the beginning. Uh, so I've, I've had it before. I probably haven't had it on the pot, even though I've had a couple Elm Creek brews on this one. But the only thing I'll say about this one that makes it kind of unique is that it's, I don't know how unique I shouldn't say that, but it, it that makes it kind of taste uh, the way it does. It's, it's actually malted with wheat and flaked nice. oats, malted wheat and flaked oats. So that is kind of unique and, um, or at least, unique to me i haven't i don't drink a ton of ipas but this one is and then as far as hopping they both uh they, they hop it with citra and they also dry hop it with citra after so nice it has a really you know i think it's like the lot of new england's the hazy uh weed overtones it's it's smooth it's smooth to drink it's not uh, bitter at all pretty easy drinking very nice dave uh let's round out minnesota uh connor what are you drinking tonight 
Uh, I stopped on the way home from the game and got myself some uh, uh, something from a very familiar brewery in Lupulin Brewing, Ooh, nice. uh, which I think, Dave, you had Lupulin on last week, right? Yeah, um, they're, they're going to gonna love us because last week, of course, we had it on it. So, of course, on the tweet, Lupulin, they retweeted it. So this week, yeah. I'll retweet it again. So Nice. There you go. Uh, I'm drinking their double IPA uh, called the Blissful Ignorance. Ooh. Um, I don't know if I've ever had this beer before. I'm, try- I'm trying to figure it out because normally whenever I'm in Big Lake, I try to stop by there. But um, but it's a it's a good beer. It's not super strong of an IPA, uh, even though it says it is. Um, but I, the taste the taste isn't super strong. It's nine point. Uh, it's nine percent uh, alcohol. So now hold on. IBU. Hold on a second. So yeah. you're saying that it's nine percent, but doesn't taste like nine percent. It, right, exactly. So that's what I call a danger beer. Yes, yeah. uh, that's <laughs> yeah, also sure. what I call a danger it, beer. Yeah, yeah, because frankly, you're like, oh, it's nine percent, but it doesn't taste like. It. So you just keep drinking it and drinking, and they're like, oh crap. Then you find yourself in the gutter, out by your road, and some homeless guy is peeing on you. I mean, that's we, what happens. We drink a lot of danger beers whenever when I go down to visit my family down in Wisconsin. Oh yeah. And, uh, oh yeah. yeah. And uh, unfortunately, my uncle will not drink any craft beer. Yeah. Um, because not of that, he not will, surprising. Yeah. yeah. His beer, his beer of choice is unfortunately Keystone Light. Oh, but, uh, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Give him Christmas. Get him into like Coors Light at least. Keystone. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, yeah, the ice house. I mean, the ice house would even be. Better. Yeah. I mean, right. come on. I just I think it's some dinky town delight and bring it down. Or yeah, like that. I mean something. Yeah, I mean have um, an in- intervention, Connor. It's called an intervention. I have an intervention. Oh, we've with tried. You. We've tried. All right, all right. So Fair many enough. years. Um, oh yeah. But uh, it's a um, it, it's it has a Citra, Mosaic, and Columbus hops uh, blended together in there, which I don't think I've ever had Columbus hops before. That's no, uh, that's a new. That. Yeah, yeah. sounds familiar. That's new. So. Uh, but it's good. I would definitely drink it again. Um, and as you know, Lupulin is very known for the artwork on their on their can. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Very course, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice artwork. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, great. Let's uh, finish this off with a beer from Florida. David, what are you drinking tonight? So I thought I was going to throw us for Louis, and then I remembered last second that Connor did this. I believe it was last week. I went with a cider. Oh, oh um, yes, yes. And it, that was last week, wasn't it? It, it was last Minneapolis yeah. cider. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so cider twelve. Cider twelve. Cider 12. Okay. I think yeah. you, what you're thinking of, which is crazy, because the history of this podcast, I've had exactly one cider, and it was the same night that Connor decided to have a cider from. That's it, right. That was Minneapolis true. cider company. True. That was yeah. a few right. few weeks ago now, at least. <laughs> so I did not visit this this cidery or brewery. Well, it's actually from a brewery. Um, this is one of those had to buy it in the store. Uh, this is from Three Daughters, and it's in St. Pete. And this is called the Key Lime Apple Cider. Ooh, so a good old Florida cider with key limes. And then that's exactly what it is. It's a, it's a cider brewed with or made with uh, key lime. Um, it's got, it's very cidery. You can taste a little hint of uh that that key lime in the back it's it's really good it's really refreshing um good for those 86 87 degree days like i had today um though it is a little nippy right now um 
but uh yeah it's it's a solid little cider um from a brewery that i want to check out one of these days nice well do you call i mean i think we talked about this back before do you call it a brewery or a cidery well so three daughters is actually a brewery oh they are they do cider they do cider and honestly i'd question whether this is a cider or mm-hmm. it's like a sociable cider where okay. it's actually a beer made oh, with apples. Sure, sure. Good so I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is because obviously sociable cider works. They refer to everything as ciders, but it's yes. not technically a cider. No. Um, Which, and I have a feeling that's what this is too. And then again, I, I want to say to Dave, Dave, we've had cider on the podcast before when we did sociable cider works. So. Yeah. Uh, back oh, in the day. Darn it. Thanks for correcting me. Yeah. Thanks for correcting me. That. Yep. I, I actually did a podcast. Yeah, Bridget uh, on and yeah. Right, yeah of course. Right. How could I forget that one? Yeah. Thanks yeah. for correcting me. Yeah. yeah. Stand corrected. Never forget that one because that was right after Tom had passed away. So I was, you know, I'll never forget that one. But uh, yeah, well, great beers and ciders, guys. Before we get into uh, game talk, I want to say uh, we're going to have, uh, is, is it Micah? I think it's Micah. Um, Micah Nervik on the podcast at some point, guys. And um, she is the fiance of one of the guys from uh, Dummy Run podcast. Uh, we've gone back and forth. Uh, me and Dummy Run guys have gone back and forth about having her on some podcast. Finally, the guys from Dummy Run put her on her, their podcast last week. I listened to it. She's good. So I said, I'm sorry that we didn't steal you from the Demi Run podcast. And she said, well, I'm available. So we're going to get her on this podcast. Nice. Cool. So Very yeah. nice. I'm kind of thinking it's kind of like a Trojan War type of thing, you know, because, you know, fighting over a girl or, or a woman. Uh, but but I think she's good and I think she's funny and uh, we'll get her on. And um, hopefully the pod on or the uh, the uh, Demi Run podcast guys don't get too pissed off at us for having her on. But we'll do that. So it's a, it's, it's kind of an inside joke between us and it's, it's fun. So guys, before we talk about game talk, let's talk a little bit uh, because Dan O had brought this up on Twitter and I said, we'd talk about it. Let's talk about injuries during training guys. Uh, because the big thing this week was that Dane's or Dane, sorry, Hassani Dotson went down with an injury. He tore his ACL. Um, they were training on the field turf which we went back and forth on, on texting. I think me and Dave, David did about a wiry training on field turf. Well, wasn't uh, it raining pretty heavily Friday? Most of the I, I get that, but again, I'm, wiry I'm training. sure that's why, but, <laughs> but okay. Think, but, but, because we've, we saw last year, Dave, a lot of injuries yes, in yep. training. Not, that's now that's we don't, yeah. we don't know if it was on field turf or not. Right. But remember, we we, we speculated we, that it was the training staff. We, we remember we I said on, on on text we brought in a special guy to not to train us better, and then we saw injuries and he got fired. Right. Well, maybe it's not his fault. Maybe it's because we're training on field turf. Right. You know, and it, it's highly possible. And yeah. I, you know, someone brought up well, uh, someone brought up on Twitter that, um, you know, it's it's inside. You know. Mm-hmm. The, weather kind of sucks but you can have grass inside there's no yeah. reason you can't right. play on real grass inside a dome well I, I just think it's it's cheap because there's no maintenance let's go let's 
Yeah, that's let's talk. Let's talk. Yeah. Let's talk about that for a little bit, guys, because teams that I mean, probably major league teams right now train on grass inside. I know there are. Um, so why aren't we doing that? And why have we not switched out? I mean, this is a big injury. This is an ACL injury. Yeah. We had we had big injuries last year. Did yeah. not see the problem, or they like totally yeah. blind to it. And well, and you know, fun. and if you think about the other injury, ACL injuries we've had, um, mm-hmm. you know, with Finley and then also with um, with Kevin Molino, yep. those came um, while we were playing on field mm-hmm. turf and training on field turf. Yep. Um, so I think there's I think there's something to it. I know there's been some studies, and I I really, really briefly, I didn't really have any time to look into it, but I really quickly kind of did some research and it's really inconclusive as to what yeah. whether there is a you know a impact or not but i think a lot of those studies end up having some some issues where they can't necessarily conclusively prove one way or the other so they err to the side of it probably isn't because it's kind of how it should go yeah. but um yeah, I, I think there's significant issues to do, to be discussed, especially when you have a, a team that we've had three, well, f- actually four ACLs because didn't Molino yeah. have two ACLs? Yeah, he had, he had two. Yeah, he had um, two. two. So, I mean, it's it's something that you have to discuss. I, I mean, I think, you know, you want to blame the training staff, which I think is rough. <laughs> but um, you, have, you have these tendon issues and – you know, it's field turf has always been questioned. Um, I mean, well, turf in general has been questioned. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's something that needs to be discussed. Yeah, it's 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 real. It's it's a little it's irritating just because you know you see the loons do this early in the season. You know, obviously the weather here in, in end of January and February. That's why it's nice when they spend time say out in or is it this year Portland and, and down in Florida as much Absolutely. time as you can do that. They were out on grass training, but when you get back here in February or even early March, it especially look at this year, even in April, the weather sucks. And now the only thing, you know, you don't want to have to train on field turf at any time if you don't have to, but I would imagine, especially early in the season, you know, uh, things can happen early in the season before you're fully fit, something like that. Now, sure. I think in the case of some of these non-contact injuries, like it was, it was described uh, by Heath that it was essentially a non-contact injury, yep. you know, ACL, you see that, you know, I suppose that could happen at any time, anywhere. Um, but, you know, you do like, and I know the NFL, NFL has done a whole lot of research and yeah, David, you're right. It's really, it's, you could look at any study and the numbers would be different, but I mean, general consensus is at least that the injury rate is higher on turf than it is on grass. I mean, that's why you won't see certain yeah. players, you know, certain players refuse to play on, you know, Bro, turf, so. And we, so go ahead, Connor. So here, here's a question, uh, non-injury related, but um, so since the team trains on turf, we, we, I think we can all recognize that this team has a ton of potential uh, talent wise. Yep. Um, and uh, they could, they could really, they, they really could go all the way if they played all out. But could this, could the fact that the disconnect uh, that they're having right now, could they, uh, could it be because they're training on turf and then playing on grass? And oh, good point, Oscar. Connor. Yeah, yeah good, good point. Yeah. Another thing, another, yeah, another thing um, that uh, actually Heath brought up in his post game press, that uh, presser 
is that's an excellent point. You're training on turf and you go out in the grass. And the one thing he said is he didn't specifically, he wasn't specifically asked about that relationship, but one thing to look at is you, Hey, if you're training on turf all week or most of the week, and then you go out to Allianz field where he admittedly, he said, you know, the, the turf, the field condition at Allianz is not good right now. You know, a lot of that, I don't, it wasn't necessarily due to the rain that say we had this morning, but just because of the cold spring, cold so weather, far, yeah. Cold yeah. the turf conditions have been bad. So, I mean, maybe that's part of what we're seeing um, as far as lack of performance. Mm. It could maybe be that's part of the I, reason. It is possible. Yeah, but and also on on in Allianz Field, I mean, you can you can see the condition of the of the field now uh, in the winter. It's just, uh, I mean. In the summer, obviously, it'll get better because it'll get the sun that it needs and it'll get the the, the conditions that it needs. But right now, it's uh, there's definitely a certain third or half of the field that's very very uh, that's not up to par. So yeah, you know, that, that it actually also... yeah, it actually reminds me of what Soldier Field would look like at the end mm-hmm. of the football season because yeah. yeah. they'd replace mm-hmm. the center of the yeah. field with yeah. a new turf yeah. and that stretch from it, it's the it's the wonder wall side, right? Up to mm-hmm. midfield, there's a big yeah. stretch of, of new turf. Yeah, and that's what much. it reminds me of. Like, you know, you just uh, this. I mean, I have obviously haven't been there, so I'm kind of making this yeah. statement vicariously. But it seems the- like the the weather in Minnesota for April has been pretty shitty. I mean, a little bit below average. Totally. It has been. It's been terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And March March was bad too. And the funny thing was I was, I was there, you know, for the U S men's national team world cup qualifier versus Honduras on on February 2nd. And I couldn't believe how good the field looked that night. And that might've been because it was at night. And I don't know if they painted it green or whatever. I was going to say the price they painted it green. <laughs> yeah. they, they, they may well have because I re- that was the first thing I noticed. I walked into that stadium, looked at the looked at the the pitch, and I just couldn't believe how good it looked. Because then, since you know, Tony, we've gone Connor uh, into the regular season now, several games already um, eighth overall, but it it seems like it's going downhill now. Hopefully, with warmer weather that we're hopefully soon to have, it'll go yeah. back into the other direction. Well, yeah, you, you guys didn't notice the run on green spray paint at Home Depot and Lowe's around the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's why there's a shortage. Okay, <laughs> yeah. never mind. Inside information, guys. I think I, I don't know if I talked about this podcast before, but I work for a company who works out at Allianz Field. And um, the project manager who works at Allianz Field came up to me and said, why would they want to keep the field turf growing in the wintertime this year. And I said, well, probably because they're going to have a game in February. And then it ended up being the, the uh, U S men's national team playing. But what they do is they heat that stuff up. I mean, they've yeah. got a whole system. Yeah, heat that up. Yeah. The problem I think is they heated it up during the winter out winter time. Then it got to March and April and they kept doing that, but it's, 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 denig- it's, it's, not good anymore yeah. because they're waiting for spring to happen and it's not happening. So you're going to see a lot of turf kind of come up. Um, but my biggest question guys, before we get out of this is if a team plays on natural grass, should they be practicing on artificial turf at all? No, I don't think they should. No, I don't, no, I don't think they should not. either. Yeah. You have, you have so many different dynamics. The ball bounces differently. The, mm-hmm. the, I mean, you know, I, I was reading one thing. Uh, there was a study that found, 
that there was significantly more injury due to field turf, but when they added the rubber pellet chips mm-hmm. to the field turf, those injuries went down. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, is is Minnesota's training um, pitch? Does it have the does it have we, the uh, rubber we don't, pellets? We don't know. I mean, right. And it, it, when you add the rubber pellets, that changes how the ball bounces and changes mm-hmm. how it rolls and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, obviously, the pellets are designed to act more like dirt. So, mm-hmm. right. I mean, there, there's all these variables. Mm-hmm. And to Connor's point, if you're playing, if you're practicing, sorry, on a on a surface that is going to react completely different than mm-hmm. what your playing surface is, then suddenly are you prepared for the pace of the ball or are you prepared for how the moisture on the grass might change how it's rolling? That could explain why the, the, the passing for Minnesota United lately has just been so yeah, it's just abysmal. Been yeah. I think, I think that's a huge part of it. And we saw, we've seen it in several games this year, not just at all field, a couple of occasions. Um, but yeah, like it, in the Red Bull stadium, for example, that, that field was in terrible shape and it was kind of a, I mean, I know they ended up getting the win there, one and one nil, was it? But uh, it it was you could tell it was affecting the the pass of the ball. It was affecting play, and mm-hmm. there, I think there's no doubt about. It. Now you can't blame that for everything, that you know all the struggles, but it's certainly part of it. it has to be well. Well, we're certainly designing a good uh, good scapegoat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, guys, wild speculation on our part, and because we don't know officially what the deal is, but. It sucks. There's been injuries on this turf. Right. And Hassan Dotson, I mean, losing him for a whole year, um, that's a that's a blow. That's well, a and blow. even, you know, even aside from the blow to the loons, mm-hmm. I mean, he's a young, promising player that's been trying to get into, you know, the U.S. Yeah. picture. And yeah. I mean, it, now he's going to be set back a season. You know, who knows how he's going to respond. His, his body's going to respond. So he could be set yeah. back even further than that. I mean, yep. it's really, really unfortunate. Um, yep. I feel really right. bad for him. Yeah. All right. So let's get off of the talk about turf because we all know how we feel about that. We all, we talk... all do wish uh, Hassani Dotson the best. Yes. Team oh, of course. Recovery, yes. Yeah. Please yes. come I'm... Please come back and be the certified banger that we know you are. Be our utility player. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, let's talk with you guys about the U.S. Open Cup because we did play a game Wednesday at Ford Madison. Uh, I know there was a bus, the uh, the uh, Wonderwall bus went out there that day and came back that same night. Uh, I saw some pictures on Twitter of that bus, and they were drinking heavily before the game even started. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad they all made it there and made it back. You, know, uh, you, want, you wonder if the camera was drunk, too, because the vision on that camera was just awful. Let's talk about the camera a little bit, Connor, because – I think I texted you guys that where, where is the chamois? That somebody needs a chamois. I put it on Twitter. Where's can somebody bring this guy a chamois? And I think yeah. a lot of people on Twitter were saying the exact same thing. It was fucking terrible. I mean, how do you have a game with the MLS team and you can't clean the clean the glass? And not only that, you can't cover the glass. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, I, I, mean, I don't know not what a, was going on with that. It's not an MLS stadium, number one, obviously. Well, but, no, uh, Dave, so Dave, no, I Dave, I get that. That doesn't matter. Though. I get that. Yeah, but I, it's a U.S. Open I mean, Cup game. Right. It's not Madison versus Omaha. 
Yeah. It's no, not I, a lower league team. I, it's I know. MLS I, team. But I've watched well, over the last, I mean, this, well, let's just talk about this year. I've seen, you know, I've, the last couple of weeks, first couple of rounds, I've watched some games and you know it's mm-hmm. obvious that the video brought video not a audio broadcast in fact okay. i think okay a couple of the games i watched they weren't even at the stadium it's it's okay so you might have this guy just sitting there oh. streaming on his camera yeah like, okay <laughs> but 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 my point is if mls wants to be integrated into u.s open cup you know make the u.s open cup better than it is mm. then we need to make sure that camera work i is good across the board. Yeah, I think that it this might fall on the responsibility of USSF. Um, Essentially, yeah. I mean, if you look at if you look at um, now, I can't even think of what what the sponsor is now. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the FA Cup or the sponsor of is it a Crabo Cup yet? I don't even know. Um, sure. Yeah, I know in, in England, I mean, yep. doesn't matter where you are. Doesn't matter if you're at Emirates or you're at Millwall. The, the uh-huh. camera work is good. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't it's matter. It's been that way forever. Yeah. I, I and remember... So I assume that it's the league yep. and, you know, the FA in general that's slightly controlling the quality of the display, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Definitely. Because um, the FA controls all of the, the like, all of the divisions, not just the again, league. Again, hold on, guys. We've talked about this on text before. I've always said that MLS should look at uh, like Europe's I mean, European, especially England, and have their camera work more like them, right? No, I, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Same, yeah. but the same deal. U.S. Open Cup. Have your camera work good across the board. You're trying to grow. Uh-huh. You're trying to grow soccer in, in the United yeah. States, right? Yeah. yeah. So make it good. I don't get it. I don't well, get it. Yeah, and I mean, what's worse? Oh, let's go, go ahead, ahead David. Oh, okay. I was real quick. I was just going to say. I mean, it's, it's part of the problem. I mean, it's not. This tournament, in our minds, is is we want to see it grow, but I don't think that growth is happening as fast as we want. MLS is is, is skyrocketing. I mean, yeah. MLS growth in the last ten years has been amazing, but you can't say with that hasn't come the growth in the importance of the U.S. Open Cup. It just yeah. hasn't come with and, that, I, and I'm hoping it will, but it hasn't yet. But yeah, you know, I think uh, a lot of that has to do with. And you see this in all leagues, but a lot of this, I think, has to do with MLS doesn't entirely take the U.S. Open Cup seriously, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it, and that's that's a problem. Definitely, but right? I, I think the the other thing is though, is all they needed was a damn chamois. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not well, like it, it's not like it required rocket science here. I mean, it, you know, and. It, Madison even tweeted out that they were working on the issue. I'm like, no, you're not. All you need no. to do is wipe the damn wipe. lens and be done with it. I so, will drive down a Norwex rag. Okay. So, right? That's that's it. Let's, so let's guys, let's move on to the game. But before we move on to the game, I was definitely thinking about the game. I was thinking like we should do a uh, lunacy podcast chamois. Maybe. Oh, right. intriguing one. Maybe send like 10 to Ford Madison be like, hey guys, here's a chamois for you. Yeah. Um, but no, guys, the game was a slop fest. And yeah. uh our starting lineup, we don't even get into that, but Adrian Anu uh, was up top. Um uh, no, he wasn't. He was a he 10. Was a 10 yeah. And who played up top? Was it uh Ben Lottie, I think. Ben Lottie played Lottie? up top. Yeah. yeah. So we had like, most of our guys were or bench guys, and um they looked Shitty. 
um, during the first half. Notable, I think, if we're talking about notable starts, Tyler Miller got the start. Which Tyler is, Miller, yeah. of course, he got start. They looked shitty during the first half. I mean, it, it was rough. But Both of them did. I would like to say that the field conditions were shit. And um, it was forty and rain. I mean, it was not mm. a good good thing for anybody. Yeah. I was concerned about the fact that um, field conditions like that and the conditions of the weather was meant for for Madison to come out and get a goal and then just we couldn't do anything, but guys, we did score with two goals that night. Yep. yep. Right. Adrian new gets a goal. And then uh, who was, who was the other goal? Was that Brent, uh, Coleman. Brent Coleman gets a goal. Yep. So we are moving on. Um, we're going to talk about anything. It's called, it's, it's called, I mean, it's the rapids. We're moving on to Colorado yeah, yeah. and uh, we won't talk about the fact Colorado's that Colorado's moving on to us. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's good. Yeah. Um, I did watch the uh the picks of that, and I saw the first pick was the I think it was Northern Northern Colorado got the home game. And after that happened, I said, Well, we're gonna get a home game or we're gonna get Colorado because that's the way it works. And guess what? We did. Oh, which is crazy. Um, am I with some of the people on Twitter who think that they should play an MLS team? I mean, absolutely, but it was a pick. It was a it was an envelope pick. There's nothing you can do about it, you know. Yeah. So we get Colorado at home on uh, May 10th, Connor, right? Uh, May 11th. May 11th. Okay. Yeah. Week from Wednesday as we record, and that's going to be a blood fest. <laughs> no, two weeks. It from might Wednesday. be <laughs> two weeks. It's yeah. gonna, guys. It's gonna be a blood fest. I know. Like all be. Colorado matches are. Well, it's gonna be. Yeah. Um, I think MLS has forced us into a rivalry with Colorado because they're like, oh, we as SKC is too nice. We're gonna do Colorado well, now. Honestly, I don't know that I don't know if MLS did anything to it, but this I don't know. Rapids and Loons has become a weird little. It's a it's a blood fest, man. It's and a it, blood and fest. The great yeah. thing is, is you have the Rocky Mountain uh, between yeah. uh, between Rapids and Rosal Lake, but and this is there. becoming a weird little rivalry that yeah. it gets chippy and ugly and, it does and let me tell and you that's what a rivalry is supposed to be yeah, it's right. supposed to be just yeah well and again i think mls okay. saw that skc our rivalry that was like too super nice they're like we don't want super nice rivalries we want yeah. something with the blood we want something with like passion uh, colorado's good and we're gonna i swear to god guys we will see a red card in this game yeah. well yes, we will. It'll, it'll be interesting. We just said, uh, you know, that, you know, this is a midweek game um, mm-hmm. and it's going and it's an U.S. opening cup game against Colorado. Nevertheless, MLS team, but it'll be interesting to see how uh, both teams, Minnesota and Colorado, takes this right, game. Yeah. Now, we have seen in recent history, obviously, that Minnesota seems to take this tournament relatively seriously. They want to win For a trophy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. no doubt about it. But, you know, you know, like, I mean, because it's Colorado, I mean, it'll be interesting to see the level of rotation that we do see. I mean, I would think it'd yeah. be less than what we saw versus. Well, and know. whoever wins will play USL. Is it USL one? That um, those teams are both in. Yes, yes, both of those. Whoever, is, that, is that what happens though? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because gotcha. so you're in your leagues, right? We're playing Colorado, so the next game will be against that team who wins that next game. So it's it's uh, Northern Colorado or Omaha. And I think they pick for who's home and away, depending on who can do it. Because 
that was another thing. I watched the whole draft of the, the teams and games. There were some teams like Atlanta, by the way, couldn't couldn't have a game because they already had something going on in the uh, Georgia Jeez. Dome or whatever it was. That particular uh, stadium. So, yeah. So, yeah. again, Mercedes Monster Truck Rally. It was probably a Monster Truck Rally. Or maybe a gun show. Maybe a gun show. I'm not going to say what I think it might have well, been, but. Yeah, I guess. And then speaking um, of fitting it in, it looks like this game against Colorado on the 11th, like you said, Connor, it fits mm-hmm. in fairly nicely because the Minnesota, mm-hmm. you know, sandwiches that game with, with yeah. Cincinnati at home on the 7th, which is yep. a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then they, they, on the 15th, they do have to travel to Seattle, but at least that's a Sunday. Yeah, so right. they, I mean, it's about as good as you could hope for, I guess. Squeezing yep. in. Blood bath, that, Northern Col- that Northern Colorado team name, by the way, is uh, Northern Colorado Hailstorm FC. Yeah. That's no true. That's, That's good. Nice. I like it. Hey, do you know Connor? Do you know what town they're out of? Um, if it's Northern Colorado, you... uh, it says Windsor, it on... Colorado. Windsor, yeah. which is right next yeah. to the Fort Collins. Fort Collins. It's, it's like Colorado. the Fort Collins yeah. Metroplex. Yeah. yeah, I've spent plenty of time up in that area. I know you really, but yeah. uh... it is. So, is Windsor part of the counties that we're going to break away from Colorado? Uh, um, do not it's, was, it's right on the edge of was Fort. Was Fort Collins going to break away? Fort Collins was in the county next to them. So. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, probably because they are east of Fort Collins. So yeah. well, they might be then. They might, might be, be there. Might be there. They might yeah. be. Yeah. So, <laughs> big game, guys. May 11th, Colorado, uh, US Open Cup. Winner gets to take on a USL one team. Uh, probably, well, maybe home, maybe away. If it's away, it's going to be nuts because they'll be either Northern Colorado or, uh, or Nebraska or Nebraska. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's crazy, but U.S. Open Cup is crazy. So yeah, let's talk, guys, in the big picture here. Let's talk about today's game, yeah. which just ended today. It uh, was against the Chicago Fire, which I think we all thought was going to be a well, most of us thought it was going to be a win. David thought it was going to be a tie or a, a draw. But, um, I mean. I personally thought they were going to put up a bigger fight. Yeah. Uh, it's Chicago. How can I put this? Chicago Fire, I think, have been playing on um, company time. Or, no, uh, they're playing on the uh, casino's dollars the past couple of weeks. Um, there's no, there's, there's no way that a team like Chicago fire, which has been rebuilt can allow that many goals in that many games. I mean, their defense has been fantastic. Yeah. They, they haven't won since, uh, well, over a month, they haven't won since I mean, March 9th, yeah. 19th, where they yeah. scored three goals and beat but, Kansas City. Well, at what's home. crazy though, what's crazy though, is they <clears throat> they kept um LA Galaxy from scoring a goal, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And then they held Orlando to one goal, and yeah. Orlando's second in the East. So, yeah, so I they mean, have, they've yeah, they, just they ha- done really well. Yeah, they, they hadn't lost in, in, in they hadn't won in a month, like I just said. But the other, the extraordinary thing, I think we touched on last week, so I don't need to beat this in the in the ground, but they have somehow, I mean, they had a lot, had allowed, what was it? Like two goals, two goals. Two, yeah. Two, yeah. They're totally yeah. playing like, through seven games. That's yeah. Insane. That's crazy. It's they were incredible. playing, they were playing the casinos money. 
This is what they and I mean, they're like, still, yeah. <laughs> even after tonight, yeah, they're still doing really well yeah. <laughs> defensively. So, going on this game, guys, and of course, we know that uh, Hassan Dawson is not available. Mm-hmm. So, there's changes. There's one change. Um, we get O'Neill Fisher in the uh, back where Asani would have played. Yep. So, our back That's line has changed defense. again. I think I said it via text. Now it sucks that we, we've seen change after change after change after change in the back line. But that uh, having O'Neill Fisher healthy again, I know he was knocked up a little bit earlier this season, but he's you back. MLS veteran O'Neill. MLS veteran. MLS veteran. Right. Yes. It's nice to see him back. It is nice to see him back because in the limited time that we've seen him, he's done well, I thought. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And of course, then that means we get Will Trap in the middle, which we've had problems with Will Trap. Oh. In the past, um, we now, now we can do about mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Now that we do about it, uh, up top, uh, Fragapani gets another start, which doesn't surprise me at all. Oh. Um, Maria gets up top. Um, Renoso and Lude get up there, and uh, on the back line, guys, except for a Fisher, it's the same as uh, Boxel, Debassi, and uh, Taxi. Yeah, Mr. It's Lawrence. About it's about yeah, what you would yeah. expect. It, yeah, it, it was no surprise. No, no yeah. change from their last, yeah. you know, win against Colorado. Yeah, and so it, it is no change. I think I'm, we might be coming out of this game talking about maybe should they be making a few changes, but well, in the starting eleven. And possible. let me let me say that uh, we talked about on text that Taxi, Mr. Lawrence, has been a, a great addition to this team. Yes. Um, yeah, we have and. Again, I said on text, guys, we have made some great choices defensively on this team. We have picked up guys who are great defensively, and 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 Taxi is another guy we just picked up. Like they didn't want him in uh, was Toronto or Montreal? Was Toronto. 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 They didn't. Weird they, they didn't want him. They didn't want him. Yeah. And we picked yeah. him up. It's like, and he's good. You know. It, those and it, you know when we yeah too. when we first mm-hmm. figured out yeah I brought up that some Toronto fans were a bit upset about that and mm-hmm. I mean it, you know it's they never really did do a very good job of filling that role and mm-hmm. it's literally just I don't know you, I mean Toronto is kind of a shit show right now so you have to assume there's something behind the scenes I don't know if he wasn't getting along yeah. with the front right. officer there must have been That's something true. like that the yeah. only other thing I brought up is it's, it's not like he you know he his salary last year you know it was like over two hundred thousand dollars so it's not like right. he's making nothing so I mean it was a maybe it was a partially a salary Wait, dump on Toronto's part well That's the only thing the the other thing was he had a he has a U.S. green card which doesn't help Toronto yeah mm. So That's there is true. a chance well, that maybe that had some play in it, but so he and I thought an international roster spot. Then? Yeah, I uh, thought potentially it was a COVID vaccination thing, but it it was not right. because he right. played in Toronto during the COVID time, so he is vaccinated. So yeah, uh, again, yeah, it's just there must be something, but we just don't know. We haven't seen it. Yeah, good to go. Yeah, so guys, the uh, first first twenty minutes, guys. Were you happy with it? I mean, God, no, no. And I was, sorry. I say, I'll say no, but I've definitely seen worse. Well, that's exact. Sure. Good, yeah. Connor. I agree, hundred percent. That's what I was going to bring up. I was thinking yeah. about it in recent history or recent memory here in the last month or so. It wasn't as bad as say the Austin 
you know, we're talking about the first 20 minutes, you know, yeah. where, where the scores tied or zero yeah. zeros. But so it wasn't as bad as Austin, you know, that was terrible, but right. it wasn't as, it wasn't as good as say Colorado that right. first. 15 so, so for me, I, I, I agree with you guys, except we're games into the season beyond Austin. Mm-hmm. So to me, it was awful. Like it, it was just like, we should be beyond this point at, or beyond that level at this point. Yeah. If we're not, it's just like I, I like I said, I agree. It was better than Austin, maybe marginally, but better. Well, but, but the fact that I, we're now like three games beyond Austin and we're still playing like yeah. this, it's you know just nerve wracking. Yeah, you know what's frustrating is is now this game was interesting. It was a nationally broadcast game on ESPN, and and but you had the you had of course uh, Kendra Dicenovin broadcasting yep. as with uh, i forget his last name tyler Thielman or something so anyway no, no no it wasn't taylor Twelman. it was it was it's tyler good. it was it was like so you got kendra d st Aubin from minnesota you know home yeah. broadcast but is and the guy name? the guy the guy was from uh chicago's home yeah broadcast. yep so oh you kind of had that pair yeah, it was pretty cool yeah, yeah that's pretty cool and then they they did very well together but yeah i thought so yeah for yeah. sure okay i just where i was going with that i just want to bring that up that uh but where i was going is it's kind of it's a little disappointing to hear on a nationally broadcast game that oh you know both teams are playing sloppy and you know this and that and so, <laughs> yeah. you know as far as a nationally televised game that first 15 20 25 i don't know 35 minutes wasn't all that entertaining that's for sure yeah but, and now yeah what minute david did you text us and say I'm not going to be on the podcast tonight. That was, because this that was, was the second show. half. That was second. <laughs> half. Yeah, that was all the way into the second. Well, yeah. wait, what? It was halftime. It was halftime. It was that thing that I was going to. I said I was going to turn it off and switch to the Brewers. Yeah, game. pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> the Brewers. Yeah. Uh, before, so... before we get to halftime, guys, because this is a shitty first. Oh, half. but Tony, what was your reply to that? His text. It was a good. I don't remember what I said. You, you, you basically said, said good things coming. Good things are coming. So oh, I did say things are coming. That's right. Okay. Spoiler yeah. alert. I think it Spoiler was. Uh, and I right. just drank more and prayed. Yeah. That it would okay. Work. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Call me Nostradamus because I know things. Um, but before we got to the first half, cast of that shit show in the first half. Uh, one big thing that happened in the first half, and we will as pref- uh, prefacing after the second half, was that uh, Miguel Navarro gets a yellow card in the thirty-fifth minute. Right. Yeah, and we'll talk about that when we get the second half. But that's what happens. Uh, Will Chap got a yellow card in the 36th yeah. minute, and we should bring another that one. Another yellow card. That's another you know mm-hmm. first half first yellow half card. yellow card. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you so that's been talking to Chase a lot. Yeah. <laughs> right, he took over the role. I don't know. For your, right? you know, your 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 defensive mids to get a to a get you know for him to get a yellow card that early, and it's and I think it was his fifth one this year. Anyways, he's officially yeah. out of the next match. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, uh, I can't remember who it was from MLS on Twitter. Um, somebody pointed out that he is on pace to destroy the record for mm-hmm. yellow cards in the season. Um, and, and I didn't know, but I didn't follow Will Trapp's career super closely uh, prior to his coming to Minnesota. But I mean, I thought he had a reputation for not getting a lot of yellow cards. Yeah, not it was not. Oh, yeah. So it was Matt Doyle pointed mm-hmm. that out. Uh, um, well, yeah, I mean, he's and- on re- he's going to just demolish it if he continues to pace that. So yeah, we won't see him next week. Um, I guess for better or worse, we'll see. <laughs> Which we'll is see worse re- because Dotson not being around. Yes, we'll see of results. Worse. Results will be in there. Yeah. No, and that that might be a good thing. 
we like Rosas, mm-hmm. and if it's a Rosas, Ariaga, and Curvin Ariaga, and some combination, if they can make that work, great. That's the, right. that's the Honduran but, uh, duo yeah. there. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Honduran Express. Yeah. Um. So we go so in maybe the half. think of a maybe we should think of a um, nickname for that just in case it sticks. The Honduran Express. The Honduran Express or the. Uh, Feel like we can get more creative than that. Yeah, I feel like I, I can, I, but I, I, do you think we? I mean, what do you think? Uh, maybe we don't need that, but I mean, what do you think is most likely that or a, a like a? No, oh, I don't know. Um, no, Jacory no. Jacory Hayes. Or don't somebody. don't say it. Don't oh, say God, it. I hope. But they, I mean, they, I nothing might, against Jacory. I mean, yeah. I think he's a he's a fine player, but I just no. agree. Yeah, and if they go that route, I mean, it might be interesting. They who knows, regardless of who they choose there in that those spots. They might have. They might go to a four-three-three, and we know how much. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say they yeah. might they, practically uh, change. Stop! stop. Don't because, talk. Just being realistic. I mean, don't talk about it. But it's like Rosales is, is a lightning rod to the offense. But the problem is, is he's a lightning rod to the offense. He Do moves you know, so forward that that could be just. You know, he listens to his podcast, right? You're going to talk about this shit. He's going to make. I guarantee. I guarantee what? it's the only podcast he listens to. That guy on Lewis yeah. Podcast, Dave, said I should go to a 4 3 3. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm not saying that's what I want. I'm just saying do you think we oh. might just see that. I, I, I that's no. not what I want for the record. Let's let's stop anyway. talking about let's stop. Okay. Let's get second half. So guys, we go into the break. Can we we could we could at least talk about race nope. kit, free kick? Yeah, there there oh, I, I did want to say that spot. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. Talk about it. Who wants to talk about it? Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> David, you brought it up, man. Yeah, I will. But I will say we were, you know, during Texas, I mean, if we're talking about great things, I'll let David go into a deta- little more detail. But, yeah, the, the highlights of the first half for me easily. Ray had, what, three free kicks? I wanted to see more because he was. Yeah, he did. He was close on all at least three of them I think he had. And then yeah. plus, let's not forget early, like uh, in the first 10 minutes, he had a goal, a near goal. It, it was called offsides, but it was, it was, it was just way offside. Way offside. Yeah, he was way offside. That was like FIFA, like on my PlayStation offsides. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. Um, Anyways. Can, can we just so, point out, though? I'm sorry, Dave. David, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Kyle. Um, the, if, uh, I mean, the, the free kick was great. It, it, hit the, it, hit the cross, it hit the crossbar. Yep. Uh, the only thing is, though, that when it comes to Ray, his passing was just awful today i i i remember texting back and forth with you david and uh just he he like, did get better though after he definitely, definitely got better he, he definitely did get got better. better i still wasn't super impressed um because i know he's capable of much more and we, yes. we've seen well, what he can do when let's, he's in full playmaker mode let's talk they about tremendously better in this late second half but right about ray just for a bit guys the fact that he now is a family back it was well, they're in minnesota well, now He's married now. All the stuff that we really had no idea was going on. Well, again, and, and, and guys, it's it's so it's I say frustrating for people to make comments about Ray, not knowing his personal life, right? Because we don't know what happens with Ray outside of the pitch, right? Right. So he he's married now. Mm-hmm. His Apparently. wife is here, and his kids here. Okay, yeah. so. Hopefully that makes him a better person. Well, and you know, that... we should also point out that he got married back in February. Right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they just got here. So yeah, yeah. that entire, you know, yeah. I, I think I calculated it out. It was about seven weeks. Mm-hmm. It was probably 
rough for him because yeah. they got married and then all of a sudden they're sitting back waiting and it's waiting and waiting and waiting and, and it's a, sure that plays a lot into it. It's a social media thing that people bring up about not just Ray, but other players. They see things that are speculation and they go off of that. Right. right. I don't like to do that. Right. I, I just don't want to, because right. I don't want to be that person who says, you know, Ray is doing this, this, and this, and that's no. why he sucks. Uh, hopefully this is his bridge to a better life on and off the pitch. I hope yeah, it right. could be. And, and Kendra D. St. on the broadcast brought up a great point. You know, players are not robots. Sometimes you forget about that. They have personal lives. Mm-hmm. If you were to, if I was doing my job working internationally, like I, you know, have, and I, you know, mm-hmm. I had situation going on like that back home or whether mm-hmm. it's here or there or wherever, it would really make my life. Yeah incredibly more difficult especially yeah. when i'm dealing with work stressors what obviously right. totally different but it's the same for everybody and deal with work and personal stress like you know it, it happens i'll say this regardless of what ray does on the pitch okay if he totally sucks we get mad at him for that i'm still gonna respect him as a person yeah moving totally. forward as getting married having a kid he's still a person right guys right, right. he's still a right. guy just like us not the same skills, but you know, let's treat him like that. Yeah, let's not treat him like a like a guy who's just on the pitch and doing his thing. You know, he's right. like us. I mean, we can still be critical of him, though. Oh right? yeah, of course we can. Yeah, and, and he, he deserves it. And he deserves he deserves right it sometimes. Now. He does yeah. sometimes. Yes, yes. Um. So, guys, anything on the rest of the first half? I, I was just going to point out that uh, in my notes. I had that the most excite most excitement I had in the uh, well prior to that free kick mm-hmm. um, was that a palm frond snapped off from the palm tree in my backyard and hit the fence and startled me. That was like what? the most excitement I had. Didn't you have that problem before though? No, no, no. That was that was walking down the sidewalk and one fell in the front of me. Palm prawns in your neighbor. I don't really want to go to your house anymore now. This is two two times in a row here. If you're standing under one of my palm trees and you get hit by a palm from you deserve to get hit by. A Should we? Wasn't it that long ago that there I thought was it was warnings of what kind of animal yeah. was like yeah. falling out of the trees or something? Well, that was that, that was, was iguanas. A, yeah. Iguanas. Should, yeah. I, yeah. I'm scared to even go to uh, down to Fort Lauderdale for this game in June, guys, because uh, David's talking about all this stuff. Well, going on in Florida, you're not going to have iguanas in Fort Lauderdale. Well, are you sure? And they're certainly not going to be falling from trees because it's not going to be cold. Did palm prawns fall in Fort Lauderdale? Oh, that's true. That was the problem. They yes. were freezing. Prawns, prawns could really definitely. Fall. Well, fuck. I'm not definitely fall. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Well, as long as you pay for your side of the Airbnb, we're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course I will. Of course I will. Um, you know, um, one, one thing. Uh, getting back to the game here, guys. Uh, one thing I do. One thing I do remember from sitting in, uh, from sitting in the stadium today at halftime. Uh, I looked up at the uh, at the jumbotron, and they had the the kind of box store box score where they had like the shots on goal, shots and mm-hmm. fouls, and everything. Uh, the stats were that uh, Minnesota, I think, it had like sixty two percent of the possession. Right. Yeah. Um, no shots on goal. Um, or, uh, yeah, no shots on goal. Shots on goal. Chic- yeah. Chicago had had one. Mm-hmm. And the fouls on both sides were both eight. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, it was it was an inch. Yeah, it was definitely it was, it was shitty. 
It was the best first half. There was a, I mean, we're grasping at straws to, straws to try and find highlights from the. Why first are you try? Why are you trying to explain? Yeah, it? I mean, we it's haven't actually good. talked about anything from the first half yeah. beyond the free kick. Yeah. Why, are we, and, why, are we, why are we talking about it right now? It was and, a shitty first half. Yeah, and, and you know, and, and Ray's almost cool, but he's out. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, I don't That's know right. if we're ready to. Let's start. Let's start. Let's go second half because because I, I, I want to ask this question. No, no, in no. The, in no, the first, no, 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 no. no first half talk. No, 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 no. It's not first half talk. But other than okay. the fact that I was going to say, starting the second half okay. was the first time in the game, mm-hmm. specifically from about I don't know, maybe not the first few minutes of the second half, but at least from that like fifty minute to sixty minute, sixty five minute, it was mm-hmm. there was a lot of Colorado pressure. Dane oh, yeah. St. Clair didn't have Chicago, to have it. Chicago, 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 Dave. Chicago. Yeah, what did I say? You said Colorado. Colorado. Yeah, I got Colorado on my mind already. Are you still in Vegas? Right why? Now? Yeah. You know, uh, Chicago, sorry. They, it was uh, it was a lot of Chicago pressure. Dane did not have to make a lot of saves in this game, no. but he made a big one, you know, early on. He did. Play, what he did. he did. He did. That's true. He did. That's why and, I said on my tweet, I said Dane St. Clair is the man. I mean, it's scoreless. He's my guy now. Dane St. Clair is my guy now. Better player on the pitch, Dane St. Clair. I love his you attitude know, that he and the fire that he plays with. It's just mm-hmm. great to see. Yeah. yeah. He you makes know, some my, good stops. My, my dad did ask me today when we were at the game, uh, who do we think that the actual best player on our team is right now? Um, right now. I said oh. I said Boxy. But you um, could you could I think you could make a case, uh, Connor. Certainly, you, Tony Dane St. Clair. If you want to go that way, I think you right. could also definitely make a case for like a curve in Ariaga. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I don't know. Uh, it's it's hard. Well, I mean, because you could make it. I, I mean, you could definitely make a case for this game that Ar- Ariaga was the man of match. I mean, I'm based on everything they did. I, I think it. I think it's Bonky. It could be, mm-hmm. but. He hasn't played. I mean, he's been a spark plug. I mean, he's played what an average of maybe twenty five yeah. minutes to half hour in each game. But average. when he comes on, he makes yes. an impact. It, good. it changes yeah, he things. Right. It changes right. things. He does. He's our new actually. But two. I mean, honestly, though, Ariaga's probably my pick if I had to pick one. I'm actually kind of surprised your dad didn't ask you. Oh, why did you do a podcast with three losers? Yeah, and with and three with three losers. I, Losers, yeah. <laughs> okay. You guys want to go Boxel and and Dane St. Clair? I would not sit here and argue with you at all. But I mean, I do want to do throw another shout, shout out to uh, Taxi Camille Lawrence. I mean, he's, oh, yeah. he's good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not saying he is, but he's he's on the yeah, you know he's, he's good at the top of the list. Yeah. Plus, second half, guys. Let's go into that. It was um, stagnant. Stagnant until it, it Navar- was. Navarro but, gets his second. Our, our attack was very steady. No, this was this was Federico uh, yes. Nav- Navarro, by the way. Oh, I'm not, sorry, my bad. Not, not some other one. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That's right, the, Tony. Uh, yeah, you you said. Uh, sorry, have, the other yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was further on. Yeah. Um, but uh, we had some attempts. They had some attempts. It, it, well, I mean, that's why I wanted to describe it as we better. I mean, the, the first 10, 15 minutes was all, was all Chicago, yeah. not Colorado. And then, and I think then it was like after that, it was like the 65th minute that Minnesota mm. really, really turned on the pressure. I think yeah. they had five corner kicks. I could yeah. be off plus or minus one, but they had five. A lot. Span of five it, it was minutes. all after the subs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And, and that's, we need to talk about that because it, and David, you basically did, but they brought in what was, I mean, they basically they brought in Bongi for, um, 
Amaria was it? Yeah, Bongi for Amaria, and then it was uh, Dinlati. Dinlati. Mm -hmm. But so that changes things. And then that changes things. So now Mm -hmm. you have Lude basically, what, playing the nine, essentially. Yep. Yep. And then you have your Dunlady out in the wing and, and Bongi out in the other wing. And, and that really seemed to change the game. And yeah, are we going to see was, a change? That's what I, I, I mean, hinted at. I, we have to. I mean, I have been saying this for a few weeks now. The pace, when you bring pace on, mm-hmm. especially against tired legs, Dunlady and Bongi are faster and they stretch the pitch better than Franco and Lud. You bring True. those two guys on against tired True. legs, True. the entire dynamic of the game changes. Right. And yep. it, I don't, you know, Bongi we want to praise, yeah, we want to praise Lud because, you know, he's performed. But I honestly think, I don't give a shit if you put Lud, Nunu, or Amaria in that formation, they're going to score a goal. Right. It's just it's your, you're, you're stretching but, the pitch and you're yeah. providing access to that, that deep, that deep uh, play and allowing mm-hmm. Ray to stay back and and see the attack in front of him. Let's talk. It, that's let's, how it's supposed to be. Let's talk about the Ray go guys because what David is talking about is absolutely true. Bongi gets high up on the pitch. He gets there, right? Makes a great pass back to Ray. Yep. Ray scores. Yeah. Um, and that's how it's supposed to be. That's how it's supposed to be. But what? we were talking about in texting before that was David, you're pissed off about the fact that Ray had gone too far into the box. Yeah. He went all the way up to the end line. He ran out of room and, and he just kind of, and you thought you, it wasn't some nice dribbling though. I mean, and it, my, it was, but, it but was, my, for sure. Yeah. But my thing to you was that he's got to do things to make this team score goals. I mean, he has to do that. We're not scoring. At this point. But we're not scoring because the tactics are allowing. Yeah, well, again, but again, it's it's, it's just not about nuts. it's not about uh, uh, we we talk about Ronaldo being selfish, right? And there's been points where he's been selfish. When he did that, that wasn't selfish. I don't think that was that was just trying to make a goal out of nothing. Yeah, you well, know, no, he, I mean, him trying to make technically selfish. I, I, I get that, but. He's trying to make something out of nothing, and that comes back to the, the, the tactics and who he has in the pitch with them. You know, right. yeah, I think it is more a question of tactics. And honestly, I wish I could watch the replay because I, I haven't watched the replay, I just watched it live. And I, Tony, I agree with you, I think it was something out of nothing. I don't think he had kind of any outlets at that point. I and I maybe I'll be no, correct, yeah, he did have it later. I mean, he had nothing from the moment that he made that run to the yeah. moment he crossed. So, that's why I'm there. saying it's yeah. more tactically. It's a more of a tactical situation. And David, I, that's why I understand your frustration because then I think what you're saying is the first goal of this game, Reynoso's goal, was almost the opposite. It's exactly where you wanted to see Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. I mean, and I'm you off. don't you don't get that when you have Franco and Lud on the wings because both Franco and Lud invert. And they yeah. slow the whole pace of the game down, and yeah. it, you allow the back line to get settled in and yeah. create havoc. Right. We're not and playing you, that, right? And so when we had Bongi stretch the pitch, get way well. First off, he was the one that got the interception too, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, given so away then by he gets Wyatt Olmsberg yeah. too. Ooh, by the way. And so he gets way up the pitch and he gets high up and allows 
it allows Ray to come in where he's supposed to be behind the attack and he had, is wide open for a good shot from about what 16 yards, whatever yeah. it is. I mean, it's which is exactly what you want to see, which is what you want to see, right? Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like we haven't seen that this year. No, at all. Yeah. And we won't with the Franco and Lud on the wings. Right. We just won't. Yeah. Well, and the problem with Bongi, of course, is seeing him in limited minutes, he does well. Seeing him a lot of minutes, he doesn't do well. We saw that against uh, Ford Madison when he yeah. was uh, when he was yeah. started, and he wasn't yeah. super impressive. No, because he's he's he doesn't know yet. He doesn't know how to right. turn it off and turn it on yet. He yeah, is he's very raw. He is a he's raw, David. You're right, but he's also a guy who just goes 110. percent Right, that's his deal. Right, which is awesome. It's great. Yeah. It's great when you bring him in at the end of a game. Yeah. yeah. But not for a whole game. Right. And he's got to learn that. Yeah. And, it, you know, and with Den Lottie, I think Den Lottie is the exact same way. He, he is not a starting 11 guy. He never will be a starting 11 guy. But yeah. you bring him in in the 70th mm-hmm. minute when the defense mm-hmm. is getting worn down mm-hmm. and he can provide a benefit yeah. to the team. It, it's like, this is. Sorry, guys. So I just want to clean up. So it, it was Bongi that uh, when we're talking about what's leading to that first goal, it was it was it was Bongi that kind of intercepted. And I'm yeah. looking at uh, the text on the screen. It says Wyatt Augsburg, but uh, Augsburg. Oh, it says Augsburg. Augsburg. Yeah. Right. And, and yeah. you know, credit to Augsburg. Even after that play, um, he, he had a good game. That, he did. That, was, yeah, he did. that nope. was not that was not one of those plays. Yeah. So Bongi gets it. It actually gets it, it gets pushed out to trap, who then sends it back to okay. Bongi. And then yep. then with with his yep. wonderful assist into Reynoso and, and the rest is uh so we're up at we the, over this point, guys, one nil, which is great. Um, and then was a second yellow card by yes. Navarro, yep. which yep. on that play. If Lude hadn't jumped over him, Lude would be on the turf, like yeah. face down, 100%. which is why the yellow car was still. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and David, you pointed out to me and uh, that, yeah, it can't be reviewed because it was not yeah. a red card. That's right. Uh, even Heath kind of, <laughs> I don't know why he mentioned it, but he mentioned it in his post game that he, he was, com- he was literally complaining about the referee. He didn't think that should have been a second mm-hmm. yellow and therefore red, but you're right. I mean, you're clearly, I mean, if he didn't, jump he would have gotten hit and Connor you made the point you know he's the last you know last player and so it is what it is uh you yeah. can't review so he's off so that really I mean we were joking about it I don't know in, in the last couple of years Minnesota hasn't had the best luck with uh oh, playing terrible. With an oh no very bad. bad yeah bad bad it, yeah, it'd be one thing if it was two zero but Mm-hmm. Yeah, it no. wasn't. I, no. I will say that Lud sold the hell out of that foul, though. He, oh yeah, without well, a doubt, he did. But the, yeah, but I said, Connor. The fact is, <coughs> if Lud hadn't, if Lud hadn't jumped, he would have right, been right into him, and well, he'd have been oh, like definitely. he would flop. And that's true. That's true too. I think that the complaint mm-hmm. would be that he, yeah, he jumped, mm-hmm. but there was no contact, or there was very minimal. And there, there's something to be said that you don't technically have to make contact mm-hmm. to have a foul. Right. I mean, it's the flagrance of the action mm-hmm. that's the foul. 
Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Good point. And then Tony yeah. again. Yeah. If he didn't, I mean, he, I mean, Lude's a professional. He clearly could have gone well, down in that situation and it would have been a card almost certainly. And then he's, he wouldn't even be talking about it, but right. he's finished. It happened. He's finished like myself. So our, our reaction time is very good. So he reacted to that. And um, yeah, so he's, he was uh, uh, he, he was putting up a little bit of a fight after that red card. By the way, yeah. he he did not. Yeah, want he was to go pretty pissed. Field. Yeah, I know. It's, and it's he our, was he was walking a line. We yeah. get hot. We get a little hot blooded as fans, you know. But uh, I don't we, think that's. It's like, true. Really? I've never I've never heard such a thing. It's yeah. true. Especially on the pitch, man. Nope. On the pitch, we get hot blooded. Soccer hooligans. Well, yeah. not in Finland, but no, no. Robin Lud. Yeah. Okay. Um, but anyways, guys, anyways, guys. So that fell happens. We're up one guy now. So we're playing 10 versus 11. Another Ray nice. had it. Ray had an opportunity, another free kick. He he another close one all game. He, he, yeah. was, he was on target with the yep. ball. Technically <laughs> not on target, but Chicago very close. right after that foul makes a bunch of changes um, yep. because they are, uh, well, down a man, and they want to make score some goals. But uh, the Arago goal guys, I didn't see because at that point, my sister in law had come home to get her kid was watching, and then we we're out in the garage, so I didn't see that. You guys are all like, Oh, go, Ariaga. So, I mean, it wasn't anything spectacular, it was just a really no, good thing. This is well, off, just a corner. It, but it's off a corner, right. It's, it's and it was Reynoso's corner kick. Um, but yeah, so he got the assist, yeah. of course. And so it was nice to see Reynoso get the assist and his mm-hmm. goal earlier. Maybe he is turning the corner. We started talking about this last game, but yeah, yeah I think the thing is, if you had watched, um, I mean, that's one of the things when they brought Ariaga in, this is one of the things he would he was known for the tall, big body. He's gonna, yeah, he's, he's gonna very be tall, big body, dangerous in set pieces than he yeah. was. In fact, I mean, this is I, I got I went back to. You know, it was the Honduras versus Canada match in Canada, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Eh, where was it? Toronto. Anyway, mm-hmm. in Canada, saw a play almost identical that he he missed the goal on that particular mm-hmm. attempt. But I mean, it's you can see him just being a menace because he's such a big, tall body, and that's what and, he does. And what a and what a powerful header too. That's the kind of mm-hmm. header you love to see off of quarters, yeah, of corners, yeah. and you don't see it very often with Minnesota. Very nice. Um, nice. capitalizing off of a off of a corner kick, so that was really nice to see. Uh, just oh, thundering yeah. in Ar- the back of the net. Ariaga, and we've alluded to it earlier. Ariaga had a, a very solid, if not great, game. Um, yeah, he had some key passes, long passes, uh, just through the roof, and that just kind of puts it over the top for his overall game. Ariaga, Ariaga in the midfield has been fantastic this year, yeah. guys. Yeah, he has. I mean, he has been. Uh, how could I put it? I mean, pick this guy up. We didn't know what he was going to be about. He's been great. Other people think he is uh, too slow or not good, but he's been fantastic. And David, you put that out there like in the first, what, two games that you think he's uh, been the best yeah. player on the pitch? I think he's the best signing we've got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, for this year. Yeah. Uh, right. So we get that goal, guys, and then uh, Ray comes out, uh, Rosales comes in, and then we get a Robin Lud goal, which is yep. uh, kind of a – I put it. Uh, well, he gets the ball. Exciting, well, exciting yes. But <laughs> he gets the ball, I mean, a, a, a pass to him, 
above above everybody else. And uh, then he passes it back, and he gets it back, and it's it's Robin Hood, guys. I don't I don't know what to say about it. I mean, good goal, right? Well, yeah, great, yeah. very good, great skill by Robin Hood to get around his defender. He yeah. scores it with his right foot too. Mm-hmm. You, you never see that from Robin Hood. He scores with his yeah. left foot all the time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was it was great. Uh, just a great ball up the field. A uh, great combination to play with Bongi. Um. Yeah. To Bongi there was I mean there was Ariaga that put oh I mean it was Ariaga that had that long pass up the field wasn't it or am yeah. I thinking uh, I, I think believe so. so yes yeah I think it was yeah it just mm-hmm. I mean it just crazy yeah but yeah no he he put it in this slotted far far post and just that's that's the professional that Lude is and we've seen it before and hopefully we'll keep see, keep on seeing it because we know he can do it. The funny thing I, just, is, I, I think it's I think it's gonna be interesting to see if we see any changes next week. No. I really yeah. curious. Well, the yeah. funny thing is, guys, we scored three goals today against Chicago. Banging for it. Hadn't allowed hadn't allowed more than what two goals a game? Yeah, well, it two was two goals, goals in season. seven games. Two mm-hmm. goals in yeah. seven games so far yeah. this season prior um, to this one. So, so oh. That either means our offense is great or Chicago's defense well, is not great. Let, let me ask you this. Now, we finally – we've been begging this for this since mm-hmm. the first game of the season, literally. Yeah. Now, through eight games, we find, we've now had two games where they've scored, scored multiple goals yep. back-to-back, not counting the midweek game, yeah. which it's great that they won that as well, multiple goals. But now the goal difference, differential is uh, five. 11 right. goals scored versus six allowed. Six allowed through eight MLS games. It's pretty, um, uh, yeah, pretty I, I mean, I think I think we're uh, I think you can look at our defense and say, no, I think you can look at a, the team and say that we're moving into that well-rounded team. Mm-hmm. Um, the defense is clearly good. I mean, I think you look at Chicago and probably say that's an anomaly. Maybe. Um, but um, you, you look at us, we've managed to maintain a solid defense throughout the entire season. Hasn't really been questionable i mean there were a couple games that dana D- saved us dsc um, yeah. but yeah i mean we're, we're maybe moving into that well-rounded category mm-hmm. yeah. if we can figure out the attack yeah well the majority of the match not just the last 25 minutes i'm i'm just hoping this is a sign of things to come and it could be it yeah. might it might be like and that's it is chicago they it's we'll see but i'm yeah. i'm concerned I'm, we get next I'm, week I'm concerned yeah, about well, next week will be a big concern about the bad first half, though, guys. Right. I'm very right. concerned about that because we look like shit in the first half. We did. Right. We came out in the and, second half. Of course, we got we got some uh guys who came in and did some things, but I don't know if we're still I don't know if we're actually on that path yet of being a great offensive team. Oh, we're nowhere near it. Well, no, no. we're and, not. And I'm, and it, I'm saying uh, when I say goal differential right now is yeah. five games or five goals, sorry, that that's as good considering if you look at where Minnesota finished the season last year, but it's not great compared to the top, say two, three teams and what will be the final standings in the Western if, conference. If we look at what's going to happen uh, in an hour, uh, LA galaxy plays Nashville. Mm, yeah. um, and if LA galaxy loses, um, Nashville jumps up to level to us level on points, but we oh, yeah. take the lead yeah. because of goal yeah. difference, and we right. stay in fourth yeah. place. Yeah. Right. I mean, the goal that you, obviously you want a positive goal difference. 
Um, <clears throat> but the more our goal difference pushes up, the, the mm-hmm. you know, ultimately the better it's going to be for us in the standings. Yeah. And it's always good to get as much out of it as early as we can. Obviously, we did not start that way last year. Nope. Um, well, last year we never got above zero right. with goal difference. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to be on the positive side again. So, yeah, so yeah. we guys, we, I mean, we don't need to get too nervous. Sorry, Tony, to interrupt real quick. But yeah, we don't need to get too nervous, I don't think. But you're playing an LAFC team that, that uh, if you're talking about goal difference, they're far, they're superior. However, we have had some tests this year. We've played some good clubs at both in the East and the West. So I, yeah, it's nothing to be nervous about, but it's just one of those games where so it's on the road, too, for that matter. But 3 0 win for the Loons. Uh, Connor and I were closer than you guys were. Yeah. I mean, I thought I thought I was going to end that honestly about 60 minutes into the actually I got nervous at about 55 minutes, but uh, mm-hmm. a full hour into the game, I really thought I was going to have it nailed at one nil, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm glad I was wrong. Yeah. We're going to uh, take a short break, come back, do some uh, history with Connor. I'm, I think there's one game, Connor, that you're going to talk to us about that's a big game for. He's like, uh, I have no history. What are you talking about? I th- <laughs> Uh, I think I know what you're talking about. Here. Yeah, um, I think, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. big game. Uh, and then we'll do a quick funny story. And then uh, that's that. So we'll be back in one minute, guys. And we're back, guys. Uh, let's go to Connor for some Minnesota soccer history. All right. Well, today is April 23rd 2022 so we're going to go back a week to the 16th um this is a very important one guys i have a couple of very important games as tony mentioned before the break the first one on april 16th 2010 the stars got their first ever win at the carolina railhawks oh nice one nil so that's pretty cool one stars yeah um so that's uh, two days later in 2010. The Stars lost at three uh, one at the Puerto Rico Islanders. Oh, so, they actually got love, to go to Puerto Rico. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love the fact that they actually got to go to Puerto Rico. I would have loved to be that be part of that team. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go to the 19th, uh, 2014. United win two one at the Ottawa Fury. And uh, let's do let's just do, let's just do the last one here. Um, a very important win in United's history. The last year they were in the NESL. United mm-hmm. played against the Cosmos and won one nil on the twenty twenty uh, third today. Actually, this on this day in two thousand sixteen, um, by way of a 90, 90th minute Christian Ramirez goal. That was a big one. Yeah, Christian Ramirez. Um, also, I looked at the the box score of that game. Man, there were a lot of cards. Oh, sure, <laughs> that was a that was a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, here, let's go, let me go back to it now. So we had uh, so we had a red card on Minnesota. Lowe got um, was Lowe? Damian Lowe got red carded in the fifty third mm. minute, and yet we somehow still won in the ninetieth minute by way of Christian Ramirez, mm. um, Bernardo Anyor. Justin Davis. Uh, Justin Davis. Wow. Ramirez also got yellow carded that wow. day. Wow. Um, and Tiago Calvano uh, oh. got yellow carded, and the Cosmos had two players themselves, too. There were three yellow wow. cards in the 90th minute. Wow. Who had the assist on that? 
Uh, it doesn't say, I'm afraid. Here, let's see. Oh, there's a report here. Oh, there's nope, there's not a report. Never mind. Oh, shitty. Um, Sorry. Yeah, there we are. Gnosis. Big history in uh, Loon's history, guys. Huge. It's always great to get a win against the Cosmos. Right. Yeah. Um, let's go around the horn, guys. Let's talk about next week's game against the uh, LFC. Mm-hmm. Um, scores. Let's start with Dave first. Okay. Dave, score next week's game. I'm gonna go one-one. It's 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 a low. It's a low. I know, especially after what we've seen, but. Um... Yeah, maybe that's too low, but all right, I already said it, so I'm sticking with it. On the road, I, you know, I'm a little nervous about it, but um, I don't know. They, what can you say? Minnesota's played well defensively, especially. Um, so, mm-hmm. I, don't know. I, I think they can hang in this game. I don't think there's a team in the MLS that they they can't hang with. Although I'm not going to predict a win every time out. All right. So one to one for Dave. I'll stick I'll, with that. Yeah. I'll go next. I'm going to say uh, three to two. Uh, Loons win. And I think it's because we're going to score some goals. But we're going to get up some goals because, frankly, we can't keep doing the same thing. I mean, how long can the streak last, really? What streak? Well, one goal, zero goals. I mean, we have ended. Been... Well, it's ended. Two games, multiple goals. We're, yeah. we're done. Well, That's why I should have gone higher. That's why, I, but well, it's too but late. Seriously, three to two. I think it's that's the Loons win. Three two, my deal. Um, David, uh, three two, we lose. Oh shit. Um, I think I I just don't think we can hold it. Um, LAFC is undefeated at home. They've scored seventeen goals in the season. Mm. Um. Honestly, our defense has looked shaky at times. Uh, you know, we we recover really well. Mm-hmm. That's the big thing. Um, I just think we come up against really good class, and that's going to fade. So I, I just think uh, that's a, it's a lot to ask. So I think 3-2 loss. Connor? Uh, I'm going to go 2-1 loss. I'm afraid. Um, I, I, we have had good luck in the past mm. at LAFC. Um, I think we've only lost once there. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I could be wrong about that, but um, but uh, LAFC are almost back to the class that they were in 2019. Um, I won't say they're quite as good as that, but uh, but they're a very good team this year. So when we go to the Bank of California Stadium, I think that the home field is gonna is gonna kick in like it does in most MLS games, and it will count for LEFC. So I think we lose. Wow, downer guys, downer. So far, so far, it's the most Jesus. negative predictions we've had. I'd wow, say. But, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, before we get out of here, guys, one funny story uh, about this. Uh, it's from Arkansas, not Florida. Thank God. David, I know you want didn't want to talk about Florida, but Arkansas here. Arkansas. Yeah, there's two. Uh, this is from a couple of years ago, guys, so it's not new, but I bring it up. Uh, two Arkansas men face charges after allegedly shooting each other 
during a night of drinking while each man tried on a bulletproof vest. Oh, God. Wow. So um, these two guys, uh, uh, Charles Eugene Ferris, who's 50, and uh, Christopher Hicks, who's 36, both arrested. Uh, They said that uh, pretty much they got in a fight. And uh, Ferris, they recanted his story. Uh, Ferris said he was wearing a, a vest when he asked Hicks to shoot him, him with a 22 caliber semi-automatic rifle. Holy the vest stopped the bullet, but still hurt and left a mark on his chest. And then Ferris became pissed because he was hurting from the shot and then unloaded the clip onto Christopher's back. Christopher was wearing a bulletproof vest as well. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, both these guys were obviously drinking together and decided to just shoot themselves because they were in both her vests. And uh, which begs the question, guys, um, let's say you're having fun with your friends in a fight. Would you shoot your friend if you had a bull for bull for fest on? Absolutely not. I'm not putting that on me or anybody. Because in the slightest chance, if that best Mm. fails, then that's uh, Mm. that that's a life changer. You know, one thing for sure, they clearly knew what they were doing because it was a 22. Yeah, Um, I was going to say that when 22. No, that's completely insane. You're you're putting you're putting somebody else's life in your hands. Like, yeah, I mean, just the the simple fact that even. I don't know, six feet away, you could easily suddenly just shoot too high or to the side six True. inches and you're going to hit something you don't want to hit. I it's mean, in, that's insane. That's the fact is, idiotic. these guys were drinking. And of course, you know how drink goes with people who have guns. Um, they get crazy. Um, so I think it was like a mutual like shooting of each other. So I mean I I have firearms and I drink. I have never yeah. shot anyone. Yeah, there you go. I mean, do your neighbors have a bulletproof vest though? I, I'm unaware of such a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, these um, guys. Interestingly enough, Florida had a story almost identical to that in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Maybe you should have just gone with the Florida story. Well, I should have. This is Arkansas. I, I, like I'm pretty story. sure the Florida one ended more tragically mm-hmm. than this yeah. one, though. Ah, gotcha. So not so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. I mean, it's obvious these two guys drank together a lot and decided okay. to blast each other with guns and they were in both our vests because they were pissed off and whatever. And good Lord. And then I they mean, get pissed and they want to shoot each other more. I hate to say it, guys, but that's that's how things are going right now. I mean, there's dumbasses in this. Er. Dumbasses are everywhere. Yeah. Yep, that is definitely true. I would never shoot Dave with a bullet for best on. Yeah, thanks, thanks. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> wouldn't a bit do reassuring it. for Dave. Wouldn't, wouldn't do it. Maybe if I had two on, but no, not even. Well, if you had two on, I might. But yeah. no, I wouldn't do it. So, so that's the uh, funny story, guys. Uh, out of Arkansas, not Florida. Not Florida. Thanks. We Dave. did recently have a uh, a uh, law enforcement uh, traffic stop that resulted in the confiscation of firearms, meth, oh. and a baby gator. Well, 
might come up next week or something like that. Yeah. Might come up. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, we're going to talk about Florida because Florida's got some shit going on right now with the Disney thing. And uh, I mean, you know, which personally, I actually agree with that. I mean, it's, it's, it's a a weird situation. Okay. So the reasoning I don't agree with, but doing it, I agree with because they shouldn't have that. They shouldn't have that tax benefit. And again, it's a weird situation. Yeah. You know, your governor down there is a little bit different. Yeah, he, he's trying. Yeah. He's he's going for twenty twenty four. We all know that. Oh, we yeah. know. It, you know. Yeah. So I don't think I'm going to come to uh, Florida anymore. I mean, <laughs> go to Fort Lauderdale. Not, you know, you're scared of palm fronds. I'm scared. Well, I'm scared of that. Your governor. I mean, shit. Monkeys. Should I go down there? I don't. The monkeys in the Fort. Monkeys in the Fort Lauderdale airport. I mean, come on. Craziness. So you said they come out at night too. My flight gets in at like 8 30. <laughs> yeah, and we're not in encounter. We're not picking you up, by the way. You're gonna have to okay. walk. We have to walk. <laughs> Wait, to how, walk. how far how far are we from the airport? Like a mile. Oh, are we really that close? Yeah, we're close. Yeah. We're close. Oh. Yeah. So Connor's gonna walk. Yeah. Cause I don't think any of us will be like in good condition to actually pick you up. Because my body's in tip-top condition, so I'll be able yeah. to walk all the way. Well, I'm not saying that. that I mean, if we go to a uh, baseball game, which they want to do. I don't know if we'll be good to go. I mean, I'm serious. I mean, it might be crazy. Yeah, that's that's okay. Might have to get Uber. Yeah. Well, hopefully make sure you don't go back to the wrong Airbnb. That'd be yeah. Sure. I mean, I hopefully we could do we can get a, the podcast in on a Monday so we can all go to the yeah. Marlins game on Sunday. <laughs> of course, yeah. yeah. The Marlins game on Sunday is a total, I want to do that. That's that's great. Yeah. And that I, whether you guys want to or not, I'm almost positive well, I'm going to the, the Cardinals, the, the Palm Beach Cardinals game on Saturday morning or midday. Well, huh. yeah, you can do that. I mean, I would go. Well, I would. I mean, we'd probably go. Yeah. I mean, Maybe it's it's two months away, guys. We have yeah, us things going on. We can plan. Our our listeners are going to be so tired of it by the time we get there because we probably. bring it up every every episode. <laughs> yeah. We yeah, bring yeah, it up every episode. Too. They're just like, oh, they're finally in Florida. Big deal. Yeah, Big, yeah. Fuck, fuck you guys. We heard about this earlier on. Yeah. Um. So guys, let's get out of here. Uh. So for myself, Tony. For Dave, David, and Connor. We'll talk to you guys next week. Go Loons. Yeah, go Loons.